It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, thanks, Woody. Let's jump right to it. Jerry Sandusky, radio voice of the Baltimore Ravens uh, and also son of uh, one of the great offensive line coaches, Coach Sandusky, down here for a long time. He's from South Florida. He's always kind of one of us down here. Jerry, how you doing, man? I'm doing better now than I'm talking to you, Joe. Thank you. I uh, I appreciate. It. Listen, I was only wrong about one game. I told everybody the Kansas Chi- the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get smashed by the Ravens after what we saw and what the 49ers saw. Uh, Jerry, I I tell you, at home everything was perfect. You guys were healthy. I just I was about as shocked as as anybody by the outcome of that game. What were your thoughts? Well, I think I think Kansas City did a masterful job, and Andy Reid deserves the credit with his game plan. Is he kept the Ravens out of, of what they wanted to do, and he put he put the Ravens into premature two minute thinking. You know, they fell behind a little bit. It was it was a two score game, but the Ravens were acting like it was a four score game, and we've seen this a thousand times. I mean, how many times as a player and, and a broadcaster have you seen this where the the coaches start to feel like, man, we we got we got to keep this a one score yeah. game? Like, just play your game, right? Play your game, and the game comes back to you. Instead, they were chasing the Chiefs' game plan, and they went to the game, the number one rushing offense in the NFL, and their running backs had eight carries. When you do that to an opponent, that's your game plan, and Andy Reid deserves all the credit. I uh, I got to ask you about this one, too. So uh, we got a new defensive coordinator and Anthony Weaver. I know everybody down here is trying to figure out what, what this defense might look like with, with Anthony Weaver, who's a defensive line coach and assistant head coach for the Ravens the last two years. What can we expect down here, Jerry, from him? It will be aggressive and multiple. Anthony's, Anthony's a guy who came up as a defensive lineman in this league. He was a second-round draft pick. He is a quality guy. I mean, you're going to love this guy as your D.C. And because he's got a lot of experience, he has seen the benefit of multiple and unpredictable. You know, they're, they're, you know the, the Wink Martindales of the world are out there, you know, just blitz all day, blitz all day. And then you got your super conservative guys who just sit back in a cover two shell. <laughs> Anthony's going to be a guy who's going to adapt personnel, games down a distance, and philosophy of, look, you got a very athletic group on, on your defensive side. He's going to cut them loose because, like all great coaches, Anthony knows how to adapt scheme to personnel. Do you think that his experience as a player is going to help him become a good defensive coordinator and eventually a good a good head coach? Hundred percent. And look, it's not just his experience as a player. There's a lot of guys who play in this league who I would never never say he'll be a great DC or head coach. Anthony has presence. You know, when you'll you'll see him every week at the defensive coordinator press conference, he's got a, he's got a smile that lights up a room. He's got a physical presence that commands attention, but he's also he has you know. You're, you're, you're fresh off the memories of Vic Fangio, not not one of the you know charming, <laughs> lovable guys. No. And, and, and you know, Vic Fangio is your classic grind, grind, grind. That doesn't work anymore, guys. That, today's player is not going to be ground into dust. You have to bring the excellence out of players, and you've got to go inside and and get them to volunteer it. And I've watched Anthony do that as a defensive line coach here in Baltimore. He has the ability to get guys to work ten times harder than they wanted to work. And they're doing it on their own, and and that's today's coach. I gotta say one thing of of one guy because uh, you have so many great players on that defense that I think is really gonna be helped by by having Anthony Weaver here. 
Kyle Hamilton just put up stupid stats this year as a safety, and I think Javon Holland's got a chance to to do some of those same things. That guy ought to be excited. Would you agree? I would totally agree. And the other kid, I know he's coming off of an injury, but Phillips. I think Phillips is one of those unicorn athletes who can play maybe not three levels, but he can easily play at two levels, and you can hide him inside, you can move him outside. Javon Holland's at a, a three-level player. You've got some great athletes on that defense, and Anthony's going to know how to use them in non-traditional ways, which, look, that fits your Mike McDaniel scheme. You've you got a non-traditional head coach who's taken a, a, you know, a, a cutting-edge new approach to de- developing his team and his players, and Anthony's going to fit that a whole lot better than Vic Fangio did. Now, let me ask you this question, because uh, Dolphin fans who are sort of critical of this decision and this hire – um, they want to know why didn't the Ravens work harder to keep him, maybe m- naming him defensive coordinator. Why did they pass him over when Montgomery left? So I haven't talked to John Harbaugh about this, but knowing John as well as they do over the years, John, here's what John said when he lost Mike McDonald to the Seahawks for the head coach. And, and somebody said, well, why did you work harder to keep? He said, because he's a head coach. He's no longer a defensive coordinator. He is a head coach. He was meant to be a head coach. John knew Anthony was ready to be a, head, a defensive coordinator, but he also knew Zach Orr was ready to be a defensive coordinator. And, and knowing how John thinks, I'm sure John felt like if he makes Anthony the defensive coordinator, now Zach doesn't get fulfilled. But if he makes Zach the defensive coordinator, he knew Anthony was getting another job because he's ready. So, you know, the Ravens were lucky. They had two guys ready for that job. And the Dolphins are lucky because they just got a great defensive coordinator. Boy, this whole thing, too, was uh... – Jerry, you were just talking about the communication thing and opening up and everybody being on the same page and the players knowing everything that the coordinator's thinking. And it was obvious Vic wasn't into that. Like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll let you know what I want you to do. And no, I'm not going to let you go cover that guy. Stay over where I told you to be. And some of that stuff, as you probably figured out, didn't go over real well with some of the guys that uh, were glad to see him leave. Uh, this guy seems like he's really in and understand the communication with the players is important. He, he Look, Anthony gets that today's player wants to know the answer to the question, why? Yeah. Yesterday's player we would do what? What do you want me to do, Coach? Great. <laughs> today's player wants to know why. Why am I doing that? And, and that, look, long term, that makes for better players. Because once, when, when you tap into somebody's why, they volunteer their heart and their soul. When you only give them the what, you get their hands in their back and their feet. And, and the complete player is what you want. And Anthony knows how to do that. The, the guy I'll, I'll put out there to give you an example is Justin Matabike. Justin Matabike is a third-round draft pick and well, projected to be a pretty good player. He's now arguably on the same level as Aaron Donald. Yeah. And that is a large part because of his work ethic, but it's a large part because Anthony Weaver is the coach who helped him develop the talent, and he brought it out of him, and he made him more than he probably thought he could be and that's what Anthony's going to do for your defense. Does that does that physical defense carry? Because we all know the Ravens style, and I, I kind of credit Harbaugh for what, what the Ravens are. They're that Debo. I call them the Debo, the punch you in the mouth kind of defensive uh, kind of defensive team. Does does that does he think that carries over to wherever Anthony Weaver goes? Yeah, I look. I think defensive philosophies are all about the defensive coordinator. And team philosophies are all about the head coach. So, you know, Mike McDaniel is going to have a different culture than John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is going to have a different culture than Bill Belichick did. And, and there's a lot of different ways to win in the NFL. The key is being authentic and being consistent. Players want to know who they're getting every Tuesday. They want to know who they're getting every Saturday. 
They want to they want to make sure the guy they have on the sideline Sunday is the guy they're going to have in the meeting room on Wednesday. And that's a strength of John Harbaugh's. It's a strength of Anthony Weaver's. And I think you're going to see him. I think you're going to see a defense next year that improves as the season goes along and doesn't hit like week 10 and everybody's pissed off the D.C. and, and things and the wheels start coming off the bus. You're, you're going to see a different trajectory because of the consistency that Anthony brings. How much press coverage did uh, Baltimore play up there last year, Jerry? I'm trying to think of the numbers. So I was, I was doing the – I want to say about – 25 percent not not nearly as much as you would think yeah wow what the what the what the ravens did better than anybody else was disguise blitz looks they would consistently have six and seven up front and rush four right they they showed false blitz more probably than any other team i've ever seen but because you never knew because they had those those three level players and kyle hamilton you can have Kyle Hamilton on the edge. Sure, he's coming, and nope, he drops into cover two. And, and I think that's you know what one of the things that Anthony will probably pick up from Mike McDonald is you don't have to bring six guys all the time. If you show you're bringing six and you confuse as to which four you're bringing, it's just as effective. Yeah, that's no, a great point. Hey, hey Jerry, got to ask you, now that you've seen the Chiefs up close and the 49ers towards the end of the season when they between kicking our ass and what you guys did on the West Coast, who do you like in this game coming up? I like the Chiefs, as, as what Joe, so you, Omar, and I have been talking about, because I like the culture. I think the Chiefs are more physical. You know, wow. it, Patrick Mahomes is a generational quarterback. He is the new Tom Brady, let's face it. I mean, he, he's that good. And, and he draws all the attention, and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, they understand they draw all this attention. <laughs> but the overlooked part of the Chiefs is they have a physical defense yeah. that moves as a unit. Um, they're, they're not star studies. You get past Chris Jones, you don't have a ton of star value, but that's an 11-man group that moves like one, and they move at a light speed. They're aggressive. They're physical. I think the 49ers are a fast-break offense, and they can get into a flow and they get hot, but I think the Chiefs' defense is going to be able to punch Brock Purdy in the mouth, and when you do that, he becomes a very average quarterback. Well, you guys controlled him defensively. What you guys were able to do with Purdy had one of his worst games of uh, of the season. Jerry, it's great having you, man. Really appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. How you doing? You about ready to move down here? You getting closer to coming down here to uh, Florida? You, you tell me when, buddy. I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough of that cold weather. Enough of those 20 and 30 degree days, Jerry. You're right. I'm sitting here in a sweater with a hot coffee. I'm about done with this, man. <laughs> All right. Jerry, thank you. I appreciate you coming See you guys. on.